your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. To the Tuesday, July 27th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can also follow the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, where they will be breaking down the upcoming free agency period and last weekend's expansion and NHL entry draft. And today's episode is brought to you by the Locked On NHL podcast. You need more hockey news and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and recaps each day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today, wherever you get podcasts. So just an observation that I've seen based on the download numbers. I don't really look at them too much as far as those. and uh, But I have also noticed the... I've gotten a little bit more followers on the LO underscore FLA Panthers page. And I think this is a good time to, if you're listening for the first time to the show, like reintroduce myself. As Jay-Z says, allow me to reintroduce myself. Can't play that song because of copyright reasons. I'm Armando Velez. As I said in the beginning of the show, diehard Florida Panthers fan, South Florida native from the pride of West Kendall, Florida. And... Uh, just like just like you, I'm a I'm a fan with an opinion, and I provide that information to you guys. So I'm just I what I'm the point I am trying to make in all of this is I am just like you. I just happen to have an online platform and a podcast that I provide to an audience. So that's my point in all of that. So I want to thank you. I don't thank the listeners enough for listening, and I want to thank you for listening. To the show, I want to thank you guys for engaging in the Twitter page, which is something I'm trying to do more often to engage with you guys, grow the show, and that's something that I haven't really done too much in the beginning. And now with the more news of the Florida Panthers, the this team putting themselves in a better position to win, I think it's really appropriate for to run the Florida Panthers page more and be more engaging with you guys because this show is about you guys and. I want to do my the best of my ability to provide that information as far as the podcast and via the Twitter page. Once again, at LO underscore FLI Panthers. So give that a follow as far as uh, and as well as subscribing to this show. So today's episode, we're going to talk about the day two of the expansion draft, a few qualifying offers for the Florida Panthers and a few a somewhat big trade that the Florida Panthers made late into the night that well became official late into the night and has improved their cap space situation going into the upcoming free agency p 
period. So it's an exciting time for the Florida Panthers to still make things happen. We thought that they made quite a few things happen in on Friday night when they made the trade for Sam Reinhart. And if you want to listen to that, that's yesterday's episode. So if you haven't listened to that yet, pause this episode and go back to that episode and take a look at what I have to say about the drafting of Mackie Semoskevich and the trade for Sam Reinhart. So the Florida Panthers made five picks in day two of the NHL entry draft. And it started off with the number 56th overall pick, defenseman Evan Naus, who shoots left-handed from the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. The acronym is QMJHL. And his profile shows that he got four goals and 18 assists in 32 games in his time in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. 6'2", 118 centimeters, and 185 pounds. Again, shoots left-handed. And he is born on January 20th, the same birthday as Florida Panthers insider Jameson Olive and Steve Goldstein, something that they point out. So that... So they share a birthday together, those those guys. So the as far as the grades for Evan Nels, skating is a 6, shooting is a 5, passing is a 6, puck handling is a 5.5, hockey sense is a 5, physicality is a 6, and his draft grade is a B. The highest one, like I said, is a 9. And this is what David St. Louis had to say about Evan Nels. It... It's in tight quarters when he is retrieving a puck and the forecheck is about to overwhelm him, where Nels shines the brightest. So, again, with, with like I said a few weeks ago, the chances for second-round picks and beyond to make it to the NHL are in the 30 percentile range. But as far as the trade, which we'll discuss later in the episode, where... Vladislav Kolyachanik is now out the, the door and Anton Strollman is out the door. This is a piece for possibly to refill the prospect pool for the Florida Panthers on the defensive end. And that wasn't their only defenseman that they drafted in this year's entry draft. They didn't have a third round pick based on the trade for Brandon Montour. So in the fourth round with the 120th overall pick, the Florida Panthers selected Vladislav Lukashevich, a defenseman out of MHL Russia. Another left-handed shooting defenseman, 6'2 and 159 pounds, 18 years old. He was ranked as high as 47th from FC Hockey and as low as 149th on McKean's Hockey. And... Something many people around the NHL landscape have talked about is that with COVID-19, a lot of leagues not playing, it was this was probably the hardest draft to evaluate based on not seeing these f- kids right in person and having to judge some of them from 
years a few years ago from past tape and that a lot of these players going a full year without playing but with Lukashevich in 2021 in the MHL he had 19 points in 36 games and a plus minus of plus 20 so something to keep an eye on for Vladislav Lukashevich a fourth round pick 120th overall and like I said not every single player for the Florida Panthers being drafted is going to work out but the signs for this one are very encouraging Bill Zito sees what he likes in in Vladislav Lukashevich and the Florida Panthers continue to add the defensive depth in the farm with the 152nd pick a day after trading seventh round pick Devin Levi to the Buffalo Sabres the Florida Panthers with 152nd pick drafted Kirill Gurasinyuk I hope I'm pronouncing that uh, correctly goalie from SKA St. Petersburg and you know who else is from that same program in St. Petersburg former Florida Panther you know him his name is Evgeny Dadanov it so there is familiarity with SKA St. Petersburg and other notable players that are not Florida Panthers players are from there Artemi Panarin of the New York Rangers um, Vladimir Tarasenko of the St. Louis Blues, who re- has been requesting a trade, a player that I talked about last week on the podcast, and a prize goalie, a pick in last year's NHL entry draft, Yaroslav Askarov, a prospect of the Nashville Predators. So, as far as that program, the Florida Panthers like what they saw in Gurichinyuk, and last year. In 27 games at the MHL level, not at the KHL level yet, because he's only 17 years old, a young goaltender, catches left-handed, 6'2", 179 pounds, in 27 games, a 931 save percentage, and a 2.59 GAA, so, and four shutouts in those 27 games. And with Levi being shipped out, in comes Gerichinyuk. Even if Bobrovsky isn't around in a few years and Spencer Knight still, he takes the reins and he still develops well, this could be a good insurance piece down the road. And there's no rush for Gerichinyuk to make his way onto the Florida Panthers roster. And if the Florida Panthers want, if the goalie situation is as great as it is right now at the NHL level, this could be a piece used to acquire another player. The Florida Panthers did that with Devin Levi. And I hope and I wish Devin Levi the best in Buffalo. And a tease for tomorrow's episode, we're going to have Joe DiBiase of Locked on Sabres to talk about the trade between the Florida Panthers and the Buffalo Sabres to talk Sam Reinhart and Devin Levi. So stay tuned for that. Next one is Jacob Koss, a forward from Finland in Liga. And this is the part of the draft where the familiarity of players is, for me, is not there as much as the ones earlier 
in the draft. Elite Prospects doesn't really have the, at least as far as the draft guide, at least the one that I got, it doesn't have every single player as far as what I, the, the guide that I have. So I'm not 100% familiar with every single player in this draft, but I could tell you that Jacob Koss is going to be playing at Liga next year in Finland after playing in the U20 level last season. So the Florida Panthers add some forward depth more into their farm. And with the last pick, the 210th pick, from the, the which was a pick from the Winnipeg Jets, their original 7th round pick was 20, um, 216th overall, which was given up in the Brett Connolly, Henrik Borgstrom trade at the trade deadline this past season. So the 210th pick in the NHL entry draft was Braden Hache, a defenseman of the OHL. And he didn't play at all in last season because the OHL didn't play their season due to COVID. So as far as this draft pick for the Florida Panthers, it was based on the sample size that he had prior to 2020. And fun fact that Valley Sports Florida reporter and for, and for FloridaPanthers.com, Katie Gaz, the father of Braden Hache, used to be a NHL referee. So he has he comes from a hockey family, you could say. And for those wondering, the referee's name was Conrad Hache. So his son was drafted defenseman, another defenseman added in the Florida Panthers defenseman depth for this upcoming season. Left-handed shooting defenseman, 6'3", 201 pounds, so some weight. So then that is something that the Florida Panthers have been lacking on their roster. A lot of these guys have been under 200 pounds. I mean, weight doesn't necessarily transition to whether you can play or not. I mean, it helps. But the fact that they got weight, more weight into the farm system, uh, especially on D, helps. So 18 years old, from Manchester, New Hampshire, uh, originally place of birth, and raised in Canada. So Conrad Hash, excuse me, Braden Hache, the son of Conrad Hache, is the final pick, the 210th pick for the Florida Panthers. Next segment, we're going to be talking about the busy day that was for Bill Zito as... The qualifying offers for RFAs have been handed out for the Florida Panthers. Who are they? Find out in the next segment of Locked on Panthers. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? Choosing only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, 
motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are, are reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So if you listened yesterday, you you heard me say that by the time this episode comes out, there'll be more qualifying offers offered to the Florida Panthers of known names, and literally a minute or two as I was uploading the episode, the news of Sam Bennett being qualified an offer from the Florida Panthers was announced. So, talked about Lucas Carlson getting an offer qualified to him. We talked about Noah Juleson. Hope he stays healthy because I think if he stays healthy that this he could be a huge asset for the Florida Panthers, a former first-round pick. And now Sam Bennett has agreed to a new contract with the Florida Panthers and the AAV for Sam Bennett after playing really well ever since being acquired from the Calgary Flames, his AAV is $4.4 million and got 15 points in 10 games and got five points in five playoff games. So definitely Sam Bennett earned his contract based on his play, but I get I get the skepticism with Sam Bennett about, oh, you're only paying him for 10 games, but you're also paying for a high draft pick, a high upside draft pick too. So don't forget that part of it. And you only gave up two seconds. Again, 30% of second round picks and later make it to the show. So you're giving up, uh, assets that aren't guarantees versus a player that you've seen perform in the playoffs even before he arrived with the Florida Panthers. Sure, the regular season numbers when he was in Calgary weren't the best, but Sam Bennett was was also not in the best situation in Calgary. And Calgary's going through their own situations too. They lost their captain, Mark Giordano, to the expansion draft. They don't know what they're going to do with Johnny Gaudreau so there's gonna there's they got to know what they got to do with with that so the Florida Panthers he averaged a point a game since coming here and they had that nickname the 911 line with Bennett and Huberto and if you add Sam Reinhart there unless he plays unless Reinhart ends up playing on the first line then that's going to be a huge a really dangerous line and you're gonna have just on that second line alone if you were to have Reinhardt Bennett and Huberto you're gonna have a former second overall pick a fourth overall pick and a, and a third all in one line not all in the same draft because Huberto was 2011 and Bennett and Reinhardt were 2014 and if they were in the top line with Barkov it's a 2013 draft pick top two pick excuse me and a uh 
top four pick for the Panthers. Excuse me, top two. Two top two picks with uh, Reinhardt and Barkov. Two number two overall picks if they were on the same line. So the talent is there. The the go-for-it mentality of Bill Zito. And I know this is a thing that I'm beating the dead horse on from yesterday, but it's true. The, the, the Florida Panthers are going for it in 2020 after getting Reinhardt and inserting him into the possibly the top six just to start. And for, for sure, the Florida Panthers are definitely in a better position. And re-signing Sam Bennett was a huge priority on that too so after getting him from Calgary. And the contract for Sam Bennett so we we gotta now now when I talk about Sam's I gotta I gotta kind of separate the last names and be more specific def, definitely. So if I say Sam Reinhardt or Sam Bennett by accident, when I mean to say Sam Bennett, I apologize in advance. I do because there's just so many Sams on the team. So apologize in advance if I accidentally do call Sam Bennett Sam Reinhardt by accident. So let's talk about contract structure based on Sam Bennett's. New four-year, uh, four mil, four point four million AAV contract for the Florida Panthers, and year one is going to be two point nine two five million with a one point one million signing bonus. Year two is going to be a three point four two five million. Year three is going to be six point three five million, and year four is going to be five million. Basically. It, what Bill Zito is trying to do is still trying to work around the uh, Keith Yandel buyout because in the 2022 season, the buyout cash that is still owed to Keith Yandel, the dead cap, excuse me, is $5.39 million for a year two of that buyout. A, and dead cap in total as of right now because Scott Darling's last year of, of his money is 1.183 so combine them both for 2022-2023 it's a total of 6.57 million dollars in year two of Keith Yandel's buyout so it's backloaded and it's based on that reason so that Bill Zito can still go after a big free agent if he likes to and still manage the cap the way he wants to and it and this still doesn't stop the Florida Panthers from making an extension for Alexander Barkov, which he is eligible to get on July 28th once free agency opens. And there's also rumors about a possible Carter Verhey extension. He's going to be an RFA next year, but the Florida Panthers want to take advantage of it early. And because they control his rights, they can give him a team-friendly deal right away and if they don't agree on the uh, on the sides and the money of the deal they could always wait until next off off season where they have to when it's time to qualify that offer but Bill Zito wants to get that out of the way right now as far as the other qualifying offers for the Florida Panthers the following names on the Florida Panthers roster have been qual- qualified an offer as far as an RFA, and those are Yuho Lamico, Sam Reinhart, Sam Montebo, goalie Sam Montebo, and defenseman 
Chase Prisky, who was part of the Vincent Trocek trade in the 2019-2020 trade deadline. So the rest, Brady Keeper wasn't uh, qualified an offer. Ryan Bednard wasn't qualified an offer, just to name a few on the top of my head. Lucas Walmart was a player who did not receive a qualifying offer. Brad Morrison did not receive a qualifying offer. So there's quite a few players who did get offers and some players who did. So those are the following ones for the Florida Panthers. And as far as the biggest one that we hope gets got qualified as Sam Reinhart, as soon as they made a trade for him, they qualified an offer for him and the sides are very confident, though nothing is official that Sam Reinhart, after being acquired by the Buffalo from by the Florida Panthers from the Buffalo Sabres for a conditional first round pick and seventh round twenty twenty goalie prospect Devin Levi, that he there is a great chance that he is going to be in a Florida Panthers sweater coming next season. In the next segment, Bill Zito also made a major cap space clearing trade ahead of Wednesday's free agency period. Find out next on Locked On Panthers. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news. Sign up for bonuses and contests information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code locked on. So something I discussed last week on the show, something that has been linked to the Arizona Coyotes and Anton Stroman was that the Florida Panthers and the Coyotes were in- engaged in talks of a possible trade. Then the news on that front went a little like a standstill. We didn't hear much about it after the initial report. And then the Florida Panthers made the trade with the Arizona Coyotes with Anton Stroman. And that trade included... The, what the Florida Panthers got in return was a 2023 7th round pick in exchange for Anton Stroman defenseman Vladislav Kloliachanik, a former 3rd round pick for the Florida Panthers, and a 2024 2nd round pick. So the asset that they gave up for the Florida Panthers is one that won't be until later down the road. So no 2nd round picks in 2022 nor in 2024 and no 1st in 2022. So... Again, the Florida Panthers are in a position where they're giving a little bit of assets in order to clear space, in order to possibly sign uh, an even bigger name, possibly. There was a report earlier in the day yesterday of the Florida Panthers possibly being interested in Ryan Suter, a 36-year-old former first-round pick who got bought out by the Minnesota Wild, and he is looking for a four-year deal. And for a 36 36- 
year-old aging defenseman. Four years is not something that I'm personally a fan of. I don't know what his number is. If it's like a one- or two-year deal for Ryan Suter, sure. But no, that is not a player that I would want under that long of a contract at his age. So for Ryan Suter, I will gladly pass if it's a four-year deal. If, if it's like four years, one million, okay, sure. But is Ryan Suter going to take that type of money for a four-year deal? I doubt it. So I think it's best that the Florida Panthers pass on a player like Ryan Suter at his age. So for the Cats, they now have, at this point of time of this recording, they now have $11.7 million in cap space going into Wednesday's Wednesday's free agency period. And they started around that number to start off free agency as soon as the season ended. Then they made the move of the buyout for Keith Yandel, trading Anton Strauman, and still able to sign players like Anthony Duclair and Gustav Forsling and qualify the offers for Sam Bennett and still continue to build from what they did last year with still some space in order to make a qualifying offer, which they did to Sam Reinhart, and still make possibly another move for a middle-tier defenseman to bring into the mix, or unless the Florida Panthers want to develop and bring in one of their own because there's still quite a few defensemen in the pipeline that can still make their way to the NHL, possibly. There's still great opportunities, like I said, for Noah Juleson, who hopefully stays healthy. Matt Kierstead, there is John Ludwig, Max Gildon, and even the, the veteran of Kevin Connaughton that could fill in here and there for the Florida Panthers if they need one. So they don't necessarily need to spend big, but they could also develop some of their young talent as well to bring in because, again, the the, the contract of Keith Yandel's bow is still something that is going to be a pretty decent number in year two. However, with the Strawman trade and with the structure of Sam Bennett's contract, it gives them opportunity to still make splash moves for this year and the next year. So stick taps to Bill Zito for doing such a great job managing the cap and getting some of the pieces that were just not contributing to the future of this franchise. So I want to thank Anton Stroman for his time with the Florida Panthers, and especially this season where he was in and out of the lineup on the taxi squad, and he came in during the playoffs when Sam Bennett was suspended and Keith Yandel was benched, and that's something I tweeted on my personal account, at Monoman12, if you want to give my personal page a follow. And the Florida Panthers didn't call Anton Stroman's name for really a bad reason during the playoffs in their first round series against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So also um, also great job to Anton Stroman for ending his Florida Panthers tenure on a high note because I, I believe that's the be- better way to go out for Anton Stroman. And I hope for the best for him in Arizona. Arizona is spending big right now on veterans because they're just piling up draft assets where they're going into full rebuild so they're gonna be loaded with picks in the next few years so watch out for the arizona coyotes to possibly use a lot of their 
prospects as ammunition to make a even bigger splash. Not immediate, but sometime in the future. Expect teams of an Arizona and a Buffalo possibly to make some big moves based on the asset pool that they have for the future of their teams. And the Florida Panthers in the short term get to benefit because they, as far as the cap space number, they are right where they started based on the beginning of the offseason. So the the future for this Florida Panthers team, you as the Florida Panther fan and you as the listener have so much to look forward to and we haven't even gotten to free agency yet. So make sure you hit subscribe on the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast hops into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. Well, they'll be recapping all of the upcoming free agency period. And when you're done listening to this episode of Locked On Panthers, make sure to listen to Locked On's live NBA draft show. NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Bill Barr. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. <laughs>